episode of the 90 Extra Time podcast. Uh, today I'll be covering the Europa League draw, which took place uh, yesterday, uh, August 30th. Uh, I'm just going to go group by group, um, let you know how I feel about each team, let you know, you know some, a little bit of history or how each team qualified for the uh, Europa League, and we'll go from there. All right, so first, we're going to start off with Group A. Group A is uh, Sevilla from Spain. They qualified because they were sixth in La Liga. They're actually five-time winners of the Europa League. Their last win coming in the 2015-16 version of the competition where they actually defeated Liverpool. Um, last season, they only made it to the round of 16 before they lost to Slavia Prague. Uh, next, we have Apoel. Um, they're a team from Cyprus. Uh, they qualified because they lost in the Champions League playoff. Um, in the past, they've only made it past the group stage once in the 2016-17 version of the Europa League, where they made it to the round of 16. Uh, next, we have Quarabag. Now, I'm going to have to apologize now because there's a lot of teams in this that are from countries with leagues that I don't follow, so if I mispronounce something, I truly, truly apologize. Uh, Quarabag, they're from Azerbaijan. They qualified through the playoff round, um, and they've never, ever gone beyond the group stage. Um, next, we have F91 Dulange. I believe that's how you pronounce it. They're from Luxembourg. Uh, last year, they became the first team from Luxembourg to ever qualify for the group stage of any European competition, Champions League or Europa League. And now this year they're back in the Europa League group stage. All right, Group B, we have Dynamo Kiev from the Ukraine. Uh, they qualified after losing the third round of the Champions League uh, playoff. Uh, last year they made it to the round of 16 before losing to the eventual champions, Chelsea. Uh, next we have Copenhagen, they're from Denmark. Um, in the 2008-2009 and the 2017-2018 Europa League, they advanced beyond the group stage to the first round, the, the round of 32. Uh, next, from Sweden, we have Malmo. Um, last year, they made it to the, the round of 32, uh, but they were you know, defeated by the eventual champions of Chelsea. And lastly, in Group B, we have Lugano from Switzerland. Um, they qualified because they finished third in the Swiss Super League last year. Uh, this would be their second time in the Europa League group stage, but unfortunately for them, they've never, ever progressed past the group stage. All right, on to Group C. We have another team from Switzerland, FC Basel. Um, they qualified because they lost uh, in the third qualifying round for the Champions League portion. Um, they were the semifinalists for this in 2012 and 2013 and quarterfinalists in 2013 and 2014. Um, next, we have FC Krasnodar from Russia. Uh, they lost in the Champions League playoff. That's how they qualified for the Europa League. Um, last season, they made it to the round of 16 uh, before losing to Valencia. All right, next, we have Getafe from Spain. Um, they qualified because they finished fifth in La Liga last year. Um, in the 2007-2008 uh, Europa League, they lost in the quarterfinals to Bayern Munich on away goals. And last, we have Trabzonspor from Turkey. 
they have not been in the Europa League group stage since the 2014-2015 tournament, but they just added Daniel Sturridge. Um, so I believe, you know, it's it's highly likely um, that they're they're probably going to make it out of the group. Um, but we'll see. You know, it's 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 always tough to predict, especially in the Europa League. I think Europa League is actually tougher than the Champions League because, you know, some of these teams are truly dark horses that a lot of people don't know about. Um, yeah, that's Group C. So Group D, we have Sporting from Portugal. Uh, they qualified because they won the Taça de Portugal, the Portuguese Cup. Uh, this is their 33rd time in the Europa League, and the best finish that they've ever had was in the 2004-2005 version, where they were runners-up to uh, CSKA Moscow. Next, uh, from the Netherlands, we have PSV. Uh, they won the Europa League a long time ago, actually before I was born. The 1977-78 season, they won it. Um, recently, they've been in the Champions League. Uh, their last time in the Europa League group stage, though, was 2014-15, where they advanced to the round of 32. All right, next we have Rosenberg from Norway. Um, they lost in the Champions League playoff, and in all the times they've been in the Europa League, they've never made it past the group stage. And last, um, in Group D, we have Lesk from Austria. Uh, this is their first time in the Europa League group stage, so be interested to see how they do. Don't know too much about the teams from Austria. Um, one of the things that's tough about the Europa League is that after the group stage, the the third place teams from each of the eight groups in the Champions League actually transfer into the round of 32 for the Europa League. So you have some some top notch teams that weren't in the Europa League group stage that are coming into the tournament after the group stage is over. So that's why some of these teams, they, you know, they, they make it through the group stage, they make it to the round of 32, and then they end up playing, you know, a third place team like, like Chelsea. Can you imagine playing Chelsea um, after coming, you know, you, you, you advance out of your group in the Europa League against, you know, teams that are, you know, similar to you, and then all of a sudden you have to play Chelsea because they got booted from the Champions League. You know, it, it's pretty wild. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and then go straight into Group E. All right, so Group E, we got Lazio from Italy. Um, they were the Coppa Italia winners from last season. Uh, their best finish, they were runners-up in the 97-98 uh, Europa League, uh, where they lost to Inter Milan. Um, next we got Chelsea, or excuse me, Chelsea. We have Celtic from Scotland. They qualified through the playoff round after losing, um, in the, for the Champions League spot. Um, they were winners of the Europa League in the 1966-67 tournament and runners up in the 69-70 and the 2002-2003 versions. Last season they made it to the round of 32. You know, everybody's surprised because Chelsea, or like, I don't know why I keep saying Chelsea instead of Celtic, but... Celtic were expected to be in the Champions League this year. They had some slip-ups during qualifying, and you know here they are in the group stage of the Europa League. Next, we have Rennes from France. Um, they were the Copa de France winners, the French Cup. <clears throat> They've qualified for this, this tournament uh, six times. Their best finish was last year. They made it to the round of 16 before they lose, lost to, uh, to Arsenal. 
Next, we have CFR Cluj from Romania. I believe that's how you say it. They qualified um, through the playoff. This is their first time in the uh, Europa League group stage since the 19, or excuse me, 2009-2010 competition. Um, they've only ever made it out of their group by finishing third in the Champions League. And then, as I mentioned earlier, you advanced to the round of 32 in the Europa League. And they did that in 2012-2013. Next, Group F, we have Arsenal. Um, they qualified because they finished fifth in the Premier League. And they were runners-up last year. They lost to Chelsea 4-1. to Who knows when Arsenal's going to make it back into the Champions League. It just seems weird constantly seeing Arsenal in the Europa League. Uh, next, we have Eintracht Frankfurt uh, from Germany. Last season, they made it to the semifinals before losing to Chelsea uh, in extra time, or excuse me, on penalties after extra time. Um, you know, we'll see how they do. I think I think Eintracht will have a pretty decent uh, decent run in the Europa League. Next, we have Standard Liege from Belgium. Uh, they qualified actually after another team was found guilty of match fixing in the the Belgian league. So this is their first time being uh, European competition since the 2011-2012 Europa League, where they made it to the round of 16. So I wouldn't say they were like a late addition, but they definitely weren't expecting to be playing in the Europa League. So here they are in the group stage. It's not too bad. All right, next we have uh, Vitoria de Gomares from Portugal. Um, they've never progressed past the group stage. And they're actually kind of getting a raw deal with this uh, this draw in the Europa League. <clears throat> so UEFA has this weird rule where teams that are within 50 kilometers or about 30 miles of each other are not allowed to play home games on the same night. So if that happens in the Champions League, it's not really a big deal because the Champions League plays on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. But in the Europa League, they only play on Thursdays during the group stages. And Braga and Sporting are both Portuguese teams that are within that 50-kilometer zone of Vitoria. So those two teams, Braga and Sporting, are going to be alternating their home and away games. But because there's a third team, there's no other way to, to fix it up. So they're going to be forced to play on Wednesdays. But UEFA also doesn't want their home games to interfere with the Champions League games in the time slot. So they're starting their games like just before uh, 4 p.m., um, which kind of sucks for the fans because, you know, most people are not off of work that early. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't think there's anything they can really do to try to get UEFA to change it. Um, the fans are going to be upset, you know, for those, those home matches in the Europa League. Kind of feel bad for them. All right. Group G, we have Porto from Portugal. Um, they qualified through the third qualifying round um, of the Champions League, so obviously they didn't make it, so they fell down to the Europa League. And they're actually previous winners. They won in the 2010-2011 Europa League. Uh, next, we have Young Boys from Switzerland. I don't know too much about this team. Um, I did get to see them play in a qualifying match about... I think it was last week. And, you know, they seem pretty decent. But like I said, I really don't know too much about them. 
Um, next, we have Feyenoord from the Netherlands. Um, they're two-time winners. They won back in 73, 74, and in 2001, 2002. And last, we have Rangers from Scotland. Um, they were finalists back in 2007, 2008 Europa League, uh, but they lost to Zenit St. Petersburg 2 to nothing. All right, next, we have Group H. We have CSKA Moscow from Russia. They finished fourth in the Russian Premier League. That's how they qualified. Uh, this is their 11th time in the Europa League. They won the 2004-2005 Europa League, uh, beating Sporting from Portugal 3-1. to Next, we have Fern Carvas from Hungary. I know I destroyed that name. I'm sorry. They qualified through uh, the playoff round. Um, this is their first time in the Europa League group stage. Next, we have uh, Ludogorets from Bulgaria. Um, last season, they finished last in their group, but two seasons ago, they made it to the round of 32. Um, I heard about this team for the first time a couple of seasons ago. I believe they were in the Champions League. Um, I, I don't really, I, like I said, I don't know too much about them. Uh, next, we have Espanol from Spain. Um, they've been out of the Europa League for a while. The last time they were in it was the 2006-2007 version, um, but they made it to the final that year, but they lost to fellow Spanish team Sevilla. All right, so the Champions League only has eight groups, A through H. However, the Europa League has 12 groups, so they go all the way to L. So in Group I, we have Wolfsburg from Germany. They qualified because they finished sixth in the Bundesliga. Uh, this is their third time in the Europa League. Their best finish was the quarterfinals, which they made in the 2009-2010 version, and the 2014-2015 Europa League. Next, we have Saint-Étienne from France. They finished fourth in Ligue 1. That's how they qualified. Um, they haven't really done much in the Europa League. They were the runners-up in the Champions League in the... 75-76 season. Um, next, we have Oleksandria from the Ukraine. They qualified third in the Ukrainian uh, Premier League. Their first European competition ever was a 2016-2017 season. Um, but they didn't make it into the group stage, so this is their first time making it to, uh, to the group stage of any European competition. Next, we have Ghent from Belgium. Uh, they were last in the group stage 2016-2017. Uh, they advanced to the round of 16, but they were defeated by a fellow Belgian team, Genk. Not to be confused with Ghent. All right, Group J. We have Roma from Italy. Uh, they qualified because they finished sixth in Serie A. Um, but because AC Milan were found guilty of financial fair play violations, they lost their uh, Europa League spot, and it was given to Roma. Um, their best finish was the 90-91, where they were runners-up to Inter Milan. They lost 2-1. It was over two legs back then. Um, next, we have Borussia Mönchengladbach from Germany. Um, they qualified because they finished fifth in the Bundesliga. They've been winners twice in 1975 and 79. And runners-up twice in the 72-73 season and the 79-80 season. Um, in 2016-2017, they finished third in their group. So, you know, we'll see how they do. I mean, 
you know, Borussia Mönchengladbach is a, is a pretty decent team. All right, next we have Istanbul Basakir from Turkey. Uh, they qualified through the, the playoff. This is their fifth time in the Europa League. Um, last time they finished, or their best finish, I should say, was uh, they finished third in their group in the 2017-2018 Europa League. Uh, last in the group, we have Wolfsburger AC from Austria. They qualified because they finished third in the Austrian Bundesliga. Now, this will be their uh, first time making it to the Europa League group stage. Previously, they made it to the third round of qualifying back in 2015-2016. So, brand new team in the competition there. All right, Group K. We have Besiktas from Turkey. They finished third in the Turkish Super League. That's how they qualified. Um, they finished third in their group in the Europa League um, last season. In the 2016-2017 Europa League, they made it to the quarterfinals before they lost to Lyon. All right, next we have Braga from Portugal. Uh, they made it to the quarterfinals of the Europa League in the 2015-2016. Uh, but last season, they actually made it to the round of 32. Next, we have a surprise team for a lot of people. Uh, Wolverha- Wolverhampton Wanderers from England, or simply Wolves. Um, they surprised a lot of people in the in the English Premier League. They had a lot of success last year. That's how they got to where they're at now. Um, they were runners-up in the 71-72 Europa League, uh, but this is their first time in the competition, back in the competition, since the 1980-1981 season, which is crazy. All right, last in Group K, we have Slovan Bratislava from Slovakia. Uh, this is their third time in the group stage, but they've never um, done anything. They've only finished uh, in last place in their group on their previous two tries. All right, last group is Group L with a team that is shocking a lot of people that they're actually in the Europa League, but... Manchester United, they qualified because they finished sixth in the Premier League last year. Uh, they won the Europa League once back in the 2016-2017 version where they defeated Ajax. Um, we'll see how they do. I, I think they're going to make it out of the group. Um, but, you know, once they get to the round of 32, new teams are introduced, so we'll see. Uh, next, we have Astana from Kazakhstan. Uh, this is their fourth straight year in the Europa League group stage. Uh, two seasons ago, they had their best finish where they made it to the round of 32. Um, next, we have Partizan from Serbia. Uh, their best finish was they made it to the round of 16 in the 2004-2005 Europa League. We'll see how they do. And last is AZ or AZ from the Netherlands. Um, they've only managed to make it to the round of 32 on two, two separate occasions. So it's a lot of teams. Um, I'm going to take a, another quick break, and when I come back, I will give you guys my predictions on who's going to finish first and second in each group. All right, I'll be right back. All right, I'm back. So here are my predictions for the 2019-2020 Europa League group stage. In Group A, you have Sevilla, Apoel, Quarabad, and F91, Dudelang. Um, I believe Sevilla and Apoel are going to finish first and second in this group. 
Uh, Group B, we have Dynamo Kiev, Copenhagen, Malmo, and Lugano. Um, I think Dynamo Kiev is probably going to win the group. And uh, just because I've seen them play, uh, I would say Copenhagen will advance over Malmo, but that's kind of a toss-up. Group C, we have Basel, Krasnodar, Getafe, and Trabzonspor. This one is kind of tough. I think uh, I see Basel winning the group um, with Getafe finishing second. However, there is the possibility that uh, Trabzonspor could finish ahead of Getafe, especially with the addition of Daniel Sturridge. Like Sturridge, I haven't seen him play in a while, um, so I'll be interested to see what he's going to add to that team. So I'll be keeping an eye on that group. All right, in Group D, we have Sporting, PSV Eindhoven, Rosenberg, and Lask. And I believe that that's exactly how that group is going to finish, with Sporting winning it, and then Eindhoven in second, and Lask finishing in last place. Group E, we have Lazio, Celtic, Rennes, and CFR Cluj. Um, Wow. This one's tough. I think that uh, I'm going to go with Lazio finishing in first and then Ren beating out Celtic for that that third place. Um, Or, excuse me, Lazio beating out Celtic for that second place and then Celtic finishing in third. I guess we'll see. All right, Group F, we have Arsenal, Eintracht Frankfurt, Standard, and Vitoria. Um... Seeing as how I think Arsenal is going to focus mostly on the Premier League, I actually see Eintracht Frankfurt winning this group um, with Arsenal coming in in second. I just think that Arsenal's they're, they're going to focus primarily on the Premier League, which you know I think is good. They're definitely going to be trying to get back into top four so they can be in the Champions League next year instead of being in the Europa League again. Group G, we have Porto, Young Boys, Feyenoord, and Rangers. I think Porto's going to win the group. Feyenoord will finish in second. Group H, we have CSK Moscow, Ferenc Carvos from Hungary, Ludogretz, and Espanyol. Um, I actually see Espanyol winning this group uh, with CSK Moscow finishing in second. All right, Group I, we have Wolfsburg, Saint-Étienne, Oleksandria from the Ukraine, and Ghent from Belgium. Um, I see Wolfsburg winning it, especially based on how they played last week against Hertha Berlin, and Saint-Étienne finishing in second place. Group J, we have Roma, Borussia Mönchengladbach, Istanbul, Basakir and Wolfsburger AC from Austria. Um, I see uh, Mönchengladbach winning the group and Roma finishing in second. Group K, we have Besiktas from Turkey, Braga from Portugal, Wolves from England, and Slovan Bratislava. Um, I see Besiktas winning this group and probably Braga coming in second. I mean, I would like to see Wolves... um, finishing in second, but I just don't see it happening. I think they're definitely going to put most of their focus and time towards doing well in the uh, Premier League 
And while I'm sure they're excited to be in the Europa League, I just don't think that they're going to have the the depth or the fitness to be able to, you know, play games on Thursday night and then you know probably play their Premier League games on Sunday. Um, I just I just don't see it happening. Uh, Group L, Manchester United, Astana, Partizan, and Azed. Um, I think Manchester United is probably going to win this group. I think that they're one of the teams that instead of focusing on the Premier League, which uh, they still will, they know also that if they can't finish in the top five, which would be crazy. I mean, it, it did happen last season. But if they can't finish in the top five, that they could still qualify for the Champions League by winning the Europa League. So I think they are going to put some time into to trying to, to do that. Um, and I also have Azed from the Netherlands finishing in second in this group. So, um, yeah, so that's my rundown for the Europa League group stages. Um, I'm sorry, again, if I butchered any of these names. I, I know for a fact that I did. I tried my best. Um, but uh, let me know what you guys think about my predictions, about my pronunciation of some of these team names. Um, as I mentioned on every podcast, you can hit me up on Instagram. Twitter and Facebook, just search for 90 and extra time. And you can email me at 90 and extra time at gmail.com. Um, thanks for listening. This is my second day in a row podcasting. I've never done it before. Two bonus episodes. I had fun doing it. Um, a new episode coming out on Monday. We'll get back to you know, all the other leagues. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Get some football in. I know I will tonight. And uh, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Bye.